And now for the major announcements. Da, 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 da. Oh, Marcus, for years, listeners have been urging with us, pleading with us, begging us to run Wellness and Couch events in their own hometown and not just in Melbourne. Well, get ready, folks, because in 2018, there's not one, not two, but three major events coming your way. The Wellness Basecamp is our brand new one-day event featuring your favourite Wellness Couch podcasters in your very own home state. In 2018, we are coming to Brisbane, Adelaide and Kiama, just south of Sydney, for one inspirational day of health and wellness. Oh, incredible lineups to MP. We've got the Up for a Chatters, we've got Joe Witten, we've got Fuad, we've got Kale Brock, Audra Starkey, the incredible Marcus Pierce, Brett Hill, and so many more. Now, seats are strictly limited to these events. The Wellness Base Camp is not a big Wellness Summit 1,000 people job, so do not muck around. No, you've got to get in quick, MP. The early bird two-for-one tickets are now available. Best Christmas present ever. To book your tickets and for all the information, head to thewellnessbasecamp.com. It's time to be the queen of your stress. With the queen of stress, Dr. M. Hey there, BQS listeners, and welcome to our ninth episode. I'm Dr. M, and this podcast is designed to help inspire change in how you see, manage, and use your stress. So you can be the queen over your stress, not your stress being the queen over you. In today's episode, I'm super excited, as per usual, to be able to discuss the third component of my energy equation. This equation is an equation that I developed a few years ago, and if you've listened to episodes six and eight, you will have caught the first two parts of the energy equation, or a, a, a surface-level uh, dive into the energy equation. But the reason why I developed the energy equation a few years ago was I was finding more and more that people were just so confused by the plethora of information that was out there. And I wanted to create an equation that kept things really simple in how to get the best energy out of the majority of your day. And this energy equation is really simple. It is the best energy. And I consider that to uh, include your nervous system function, which we're going to actually talk about uh, next episode, I believe, uh, as a, an appendix, if you like, to the energy equation part three-part series. So great energy equals inspiration times fabulous food and fab fitness. And today we're actually going to be talking about inspiration. Last two episodes we discussed food and our mindset around food and also our mindset around fitness. And what has become clearer and clearer over the years that I've been teaching my energy equation is that that's the key to all of this is your mindset around your energy, around your time, around how you manage your day. And a lot of that comes back to what inspires you. Now, some of you listening today will be able to answer that question straight away. You would know automatically what inspires you, what lights you up, what gets you going during the morning. Uh, if you're having a crappy morning or you're having a, a, a tough start to the day, there's something that keeps driving you forward that inspires you. And that might come automatically to front of mind for you. For some of you listening today, you might be thinking, oh, geez, Dr. M, I don't have a clue what inspires me. I know why I have to do things, but I'm not sure it inspires me. So hopefully today inspires you a little to give time for creative thought so your inspiration becomes more clear to you. Uh, because one of the things that is is 
really clear is that we all have the ability to be creative in our own special ways. And it's about tapping into what that is for you because we truly each do have that ability. And often we get stuck into this compare game of thinking, oh, well, we couldn't possibly be as inspired or motivated as other people that we we surround ourselves with. But you'll be surprised when you actually spend time trying to figure out your inspiration, how it can or actually be allow your inspiration to come to you rather than figuring it out. It's less of a logical thing. It's more of a a limbic brain thing, which we'll talk about on another episode. But allowing your inspiration to come to you then can make the rest of your day, your week, your years just so much more enjoyable to, uh, to be living and sharing with our loved ones. So what is inspiration? Well, inspiration is the process of being mentally stimulated to do or feel something, especially to do something creative, or it's a sudden or timely idea. Now, I think it's really important to actually discuss that definition because sometimes people get inspiration and motivation flipped around. A lot of people feel they need to be motivated to do stuff. I'd like to flip that. And a mentor many years ago explained it so beautifully, which was, If something is truly on your heart to do, you will be inspired to do it. You will not need motivation. You won't need a third party to motivate you to get you going. You will just automatically do it because you're inspired to do it. Whereas when you're motivated to do it, it's about the reasons behind. It's, you know, you hear people talking about the ulterior motives. Well, obviously that has a negative connotation, but in terms of when we're actually having to be motivated to do things, it's an indication that perhaps it's not something you're inspired to do. I hope this is all making sense and it's helpful. Because motivation, it's a slight difference in that definition, is a reason for acting or behaving in a particular way versus it being something that has come to you as an idea or spark of creativity and inspiration. Very, very different. Now, why is this important when it comes to our energy equation? Well, in our first two episodes, we discussed food and and fitness. When we're making choices around our food, fitness, our behavior through the day, our time, our energy, any of those things, we need to put it through a decision process within, within within our heads, if you like, within our brains. And so... If we're putting that through a a decision process, a filtering, if you like, is that if our inspiration and our our why is front and centre of that decision process, then it just makes the decision process so much easier. It makes it more aligned with what our what's on our heart, what's in our inspiration. And you'll find it's more sustainable over time as well. And that's really the key. When we're looking at making change in our health and in our routines and our habits is we want to make change that's sustainable. Far too often, we were talking about this again in our, in our live food and stress workshop that we, we did the other night. Far too often people get on this cycle of really pain-pleasure cycle, but it's this extended pain-pleasure cycle of very strict challenges to blowing it out, to very strict challenges around their food and their fitness, to blowing it out, to very food. You get the picture. It goes around and around in circles, and it can become quite an unhealthy cycle. Part of the reason why is that that is a a motivation that can only stay short-term because you can only deprive yourself of, of... of, um, I guess, normality, if you like, for so long before your body actually starts resisting that. 
Whereas when you're looking at things through inspired eyes, is that you can make the longer term change and be clearer about what that long term destination is versus just being caught up in, in a short term gain. So let's talk about some different ways of finding your inspiration. Because as I said, some of you listening to today's podcast will be thinking, you know, I'm, I've been inspired for years. I, my inspiration comes very clearly to me. I've been doing this sort of stuff for a long time. Some of you will be brand new and you will have, it will have been years, probably since childhood, since you've done a couple of things that I'm going to talk about now. So my top four in terms of finding your inspiration are quite simple. Number one for finding your inspiration is chunking some time out during your week that is exactly that, time out. Time out that you don't need to do anything for anyone else other than yourself. I'm going to say that again. Time out that you don't need to do anything else for anybody else except yourself within that time. For some of you who have very tight schedules, it might be 10 or 20 minutes. For some of you, you might be able to chunk out an hour, two hours, where you can actually just go sit somewhere that's a beautiful spot that you can just chill out and take some time out. It might be taking yourself off for a massage. It might be going off and doing something else for yourself. But taking some time out is often what starts the daydreaming process, which is tip number two. Give yourself time to daydream. What is daydreaming? Daydreaming is a moment where you can just basically have a break from the moment that you have been busy in. And it's something that we see kids doing and as children we do all the time automatically. And during our daydreams is often when those bolts of inspiration or bolts of ideas actually come and and smack us right front and centre in between our eyes. And as adults or actually as kids and teenagers, somewhere along the line, we, we actually almost get daydreaming taught out of us, which is such a shame because daydreaming is so important, particularly when we're finding our creativity and also our inspiration. My third red hot tip when it comes to finding your inspiration is actually meditation. Now, in a later episode, I'm going to talk about how meditation used to be a dirty word for me, but uh, meditation and, and mindfulness and, again, taking that time out just to be sitting in clear mind and clarity allows inspiration to hit. And last, and actually the most important one, which is what I've saved till last, and we do discuss it on our online program uh, in more detail, which you can check out at uh, www.queenofstress.com and in, in our live events. Most important when finding out inspiration is getting clear on what your why is. Now, a lot of you, again, will have heard of this before. Some of you may not have. But what your why is, is what, do you, what gets you up in the morning? What lights you up? Why are you doing what you're doing? What is the inspiration? What's the source of, of um, your day-to-day activity that really and truly lights you up? So your action step for this week is to actually spend some time daydreaming. That's pretty cool, homework, right? I'd love it. If homework at school had been go home and daydream, that would have just been phenomenal. So your action step for this week is actually to daydream a little. And if that's something that's very foreign to you and you don't know where you're going to put that into your diary, what I would suggest is put it into your diary uh, and, and give yourself that time and permission to be able to daydream a little if not every day to start with, is, is 
definitely um, a couple of times next week. So to finish off today, guys, our favourite five is high rotation this week has been old school. It's been PYT by Michael Jackson, the proper PYT. Part of the reason why this came back onto uh, my playlist was because on a little while ago uh, there was a, a cover version of this song that we were playing and, and my 12-year-old thought it was out. Twelve year old thought it was unreal, and I said, "This is not the original." So we found the original, which she loves, uh, and it's been on high rotation. The book this week, I've gone back to "Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself" by Dr. Joe Dispenza, uh, because I just got so much out of that book, and I really wanted to revisit it because it's funny. Again, Miss P is getting a bit of a run in terms of the inspiration for favorite five, top five this week. It was really funny last week. I was reading and uh, and. Piper had a moment where she said, oh, I said, why don't you read something, honey? And she said, I don't have any books. And I said, what do you mean you don't have any books? You've got all those books you've been reading. She said, yes, but I've read them. And I introduced a foreign concept to her, which is you can read books twice. And because you get something more out of each time you read it. And that's why I've gone back to having a second go at breaking the habit of being yourself because I certainly didn't ingest all of it uh, the first time around. So I'm I'm really enjoying it second time around and picking up uh, lots of little other tips and and uh, and learnings, which is wonderful. My de-stress for this week is my meditation is uh, getting back on point, which is great. Is my habits of daily meditation is back this week, uh, and I've noticed a huge difference in in my overall clarity, mental clarity this week, and also energy by having that back closer to being on point. I wouldn't say it's one hundred percent on point yet, um, but it's definitely uh, back on track, which is wonderful. Quote for this week is you can't pour from an empty cup. It's an anonymous, can't even say it, a quote by Anon, that famous quota, uh, but you can't pour from an empty cup. There is a reason why we get taught to put our own oxygen masks on first if there's ever an emergency before we start helping other people. You can't help other people until you can help yourself. And final thought for today is daydreaming a little every day can be a very, very powerful thing. It's not a waste of time. It's actually something that can expand your time in ways that you might not have ever really imagined before. So BQS listeners, are you ready to daydream a little bit more each week? That is your action step for this week. I hope you have a fabulous week ahead and I'm looking forward to catching you next episode. Bye for now. Well, that's it for today's podcast, BQS listeners. Thanks again for joining us. Remember, if you would like to subscribe, make sure you hit subscribe on iTunes. And if you want to stay in touch, check out our Facebook page, The Queen of Stress, or on our Insta, The Queen of Stress. For more information and show notes, be sure to go to thequeenofstress.com to continue our journey together. Hope you have a fabulous week and I'll catch you next time. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.